I'm Isabel, she, her, hers. And I'm David, he, him, his. And we're two therapists with ADHD who sit down to have some chats about ADHD. We can't promise we'll stay on topic or be professional or even remotely mature, but we can promise that you'll end up looking at you or your loved one's beautiful neurodivergent brain in a shiny new way. This is not a therapy session. This is something shiny. I love it. Do you like uh, it? That's amazing. And can this just be the intro? You saying that and me freaking out about how amazing it is? Yeah. Did I, and you that dropping could, your voice? That could be, that could be our <laughs> first so intro. <laughs> so without further ado, welcome to Something Shiny. I'm David. <laughs> I feel like I'm the person who, you know, there's like that old far side comic that's like the Midvale School for the Gifted and it's a big sign on the door. Yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. There's like a little cartoon. We'll put it in the show notes, like a link where the little the little person is trying to get inside and so they're pushing, but the the door says pull. That's like me every single day, every moment, like Never. I mean, I never, I don't think I go through a revolving door without potentially injuring myself or somebody every single time. Like, I just don't, I don't, it's getting it on and off escalators, you know, stuff like that. It's just, it's just intense. So I feel like there's my lots of things I don't right know. I don't know. Hold on. You just reached in my brain and did something. That slide, that far side middle school for the gifted where the kid's pushing on the pole door. Mm -hmm. Like, I think Noah and I put that in our neurobiology of trauma training, like to break up some of the stuff, like, because you know, it is such a good, I think, we, I think we used it under like arousal or distress tolerance. And it was like, that, that, but like, yeah, that's such a, sorry. I, I love that. And I think we're all, I, I okay, wait, but I'm going to come to your defense. I need to, whenever you push on a door mm -hmm. that's meant to be pulled, whenever you pull on a door that's meant to be pushed, it is an engineering flaw. I read a book about this. <gasps> oh. You're supposed to intuitively know which way to work a door. So if it's supposed to be pushed, there shouldn't be a pull handle. It shouldn't exist on the door if it's not an option. And please, everyone out there that like pushes the wrong door or pulls the wrong door because you had a handle and you needed to not have a handle kind of situation. It's not all our fault. Oh, that makes me feel a little better. No, you're not wrong. That's like, so, you know, I have, um, most of my family does not live in this country. <laughs> so I have some experiences of traveling to visit them in other places in the world. And I just know, like, I have memories of learning how to open door, like doors that had different doorknobs and different, like, placement of light switches and style of light switch and different, like, ways you, sh like, hold the shower, you know, like, the idea of a shower head above you is not a thing, you know, it was always like a handle shower head and like the size of the tub, you know, there's just those like, or the, the placement of the toilet in relation to the sink. Like, it seems silly, but like, there's all these different ways that you kind of habitual hab habituate to your, you know, space that if something is out of place, it's like, you know, it's like that idea. Like we have like a, we have a kitchen island that has little wheelies on it or, you know, casters or something. Right. So it kind of moves around. It's really solid but like an adult can kind of uh, move it and of course every time i vacuum or we clean you know it gets moved and i swear <laughs> that the next day is just like 
a series of humans in the house being like, whoa, you know, like like mis misjudging where the little island contraption is now located, even if it's just like off by half an inch. Like, it's amazing how many things like, OK, this is random. But when I was little, I would walk while reading and I would because I think it was a brilliant ADHD accommodation because it's I was brilliant. so bored. I couldn't handle just walking. I couldn't handle transitions from one thing to another. I needed to have something in my hand to do. Well, before podcasts and headphones existed, right? Or like and in my degree world. of difficulty, like you have to avoid people and read. Like exactly, exactly. And I'm not saying I'm like reading like Dickens or something. I mean, I was probably I don't reading Boxcar Children, not to knock Boxcar Children. Um, although, come on, they lived in a boxcar. Like, what were we reading? This these these books. If you ever read those books, they're just. I just want to say, like, my child believed a boxcar would be more than any need. I would, I, like, it would be everything. It was like a mansion. Yeah. You know, you just, it was going to be the best. It was going to be the best to just live in a boxcar. And I just remember half the book was like, and then Violet made curtains. And I was like, oh, kids can make curtains. I want to make curtains. You know, like, I maybe it's that. Anyway, point is, is, um, and I learned to pick up things with my toes because I, I was my my I mean my family was was kind of critical of this maybe for good reasons like certain things you don't want your feet touching perhaps but every uh, yes thank you David David's able to hold a pen in his toes I can as well I can probably write with my toes like I'm like wait a oh. minute everybody can't we remember that like our toes are really just foot fingers like why aren't we using our foot fingers Yes, there are so many times that I'm using my foot to like take the thing out the ground to put it in my hand to throw away in the garbage because why bend over if I don't have to? Yes. Also, like, I mean, the toes, they're just asking for activity. They're asking yes. for amusement. They don't, they, they don't just want to stabilize you. They want to do if, more. If anything looks like it wants to be helpful, it's a toe. <laughs> I mean, it just it, it looks like it wants to be helpful. Look at that. It's like, hey, I'm here. You want to walk on me? You want to pick something up? I got you. I'm a toe. <laughs> looks like it wants to be helpful it is totally oh my gosh this is another fun tangent but oh i kind of have a dream that maybe this person's out there somewhere okay so when i was little uh, actually on a on a cross-atlantic flight to go to visit my family not in the states flying flying and i'm by myself because you know it's the 90s <laughs> you just flew by yourself as a kid and i'm probably like 10 and i'm sitting next to I don't know. The, the guy must have been in college or something. I don't know. He was just older, like 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 backpacking older, you know, like on his own backpacking. He was really, really nice. And he, you know, like I, we, we slept most of the, you know, everyone like sleeps most of the flight. But then we were talking and I remember at one point, I don't know if we got on the topic, but he showed me. <laughs> Maybe this sounds freaky, but I have never forgotten it. And I'm like. I want to know if this person is out there and knows that I remember this because I was a very nervous flyer and like it meant a lot to be distracted by this. Anyway, he showed me that his middle finger, right, substantial size, regular size middle finger. I think he was a pretty tall dude, right? Took off his sock. His middle toe was the exact same length as his middle finger. What? 
his i mean it had one less knuckle or it didn't right i don't think our toes have less knuckles. was the middle toe like like way longer than all of the other toes the middle toe was proportionate to the other toes the foot looked normal just like a very it was a very large foot a very large foot like football player size football player basketball player size foot right like the shoe was large he was a tall he must have been tall he, he was I sitting don't... in a plane i don't remember i just know he had a regular size hand <laughs> like his hand was not too small and his feet might have been big but the toe was the same size I just need to say this out loud. I don't know how to file that information or where to put it in my brain. I don't know if I if it's like discovery, like this exists, or if it's like put it in the black box and I don't need to know that it exists. I'm I'm both intimidated, jealous, excited, and interested about like a, a like literally a foot that could drive and grab a wheel if it needed to. Exactly. I mean, that's a lot. I, I get excited. I can pick up garbage off the ground. I, I know. And, and, and this guy's all like taking his shoe off in public. I like, know. I don't know you. Take a look at my long middle toe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with this. To be fair, for anyone listening, he 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 had like a fun camp counselor vibe. Like this was not like a creepy situation at all, right? Like very very chill, fun, like like camp counselor kind of feeling. But yeah, no, exactly. You know, that you say the driving, that was my first thought as a kid. Like, that's why I remember it is because I could literally picture like, whoa, could you like write with it? Could you like put your foot up on the dash with it? You know, could you cook like could like could you be sitting in a chair flipping eggs and holding the pan like with one toe and the other toe like that? I mean, you have to, you think about people who let's say were born with one arm or were missing limbs, right? Or like like you learn how to do i mean it's just it's just is it just like social norms that we don't use our toes to do the things i don't know i just had a, a, a wait wait hold on i had a, a crazy like this is where my brain went to an ADHD thought and it's like blah and it's like here it is um, can i can i can i derail for a second um yeah okay did you know that blind people if you're born blind you can't have any form of hallucination now i'm gonna tie this in but like if you're born without like eyes or the ability to see you you will like zero chance of having schizophrenia period right like no hallucinations can happen and and of course not because you're blind you can't see things but hallucinations can be smells feelings um you know it could be lots of different things mm-hmm. and and what we know is when you don't have eyes then the whole the whole part of your brain that's devoted to processing visual information you know gets usurped right Mm -hmm. like all the other sensory parts of the brain start growing over that area so a person's senses if they're blind is they're so much more sophisticated they can't have random errors meaning they don't have hallucinations they're very good at being able to differentiate environmental stimuli and things like that and it's like one of these weird things in science that we're like wow like this is incredible kind of thing Mm -hmm. but it makes me think of adhd individuals in a different way not that we like don't have a part of our brain that we use right but I really feel like we are so used to having lots of thoughts in our brain. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it lends us to be in situations where we cannot have dysfunction where other people do. Like, I want to say it like that, like how a blind person might be able to not or doesn't have any form of hallucination. Like, I think that there are a lot of situations and environments that are built for us that make all of our differences disappear. 
And I think it's incumbent on us to find those environments because they're not, it's not like a one size fits all for everyone. I hope this is making sense. Hmm. But like what I see is like when people get their environmental needs met with ADHD, mm-hmm. um, doesn't like there aren't problems. Huh. Okay. It's, I'm going to backtrack. Okay. So yeah. imagine someone is, is born like, no eyes, visually impaired, right? So their visual cortex or whatever, the part of the brain is used for other things. Yep. And there's somehow, maybe no definite reason why, but there's somehow this gap so that, because when you say, yeah, I'm thinking hallucinations. And what I think of hallucinations are like, there's auditory, visual, Mm -hmm. sensory, like pretty much the idea of a hallucination is to the person experiencing that hallucination they are, it's not like they see it like a, like a, like, oh, it's a thought balloon, you know, like, no, to them it is real, right? So someone who hears voices, that part of the brain that is, you know, working when they hear someone talking is the part that's being activated when they're having an auditory hallucination. I just remember learning that, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm. no, 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 like to that person, it's like, actually happening. It's actually happening, right? Like, I, I think, um, I know that this is going back so far, but the movie A Beautiful Mind kind of like played with that trope, right? Where it's like, oh, great movie, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, the whole idea is like, no, to that person, it's indistinguishable, right? Like, that's partly why it's challenging. And what you're saying is like, well, actually, if, that part of our sensorium or whatever is not being used for visual stuff. Mm-hmm. None of the other types of hallucinations will happen because that person has gotten so good at having to use all these senses as to discern. Yeah. Wait, wait, there's one difference though, but the other parts of the brain grow into that region. So like you will have more parts of your brain that process smell more parts of your brain that process hearing more parts of your brain that ta- like that you know process tactile sensation like mm-hmm. all the other sensory information is um like your brain is use dependent so because it's doing that stuff more it grows it like takes over it's like oh no one's using this space all right buy ocular stuff and it like it just fills it in and because it's so much more sophisticated it doesn't have um it's very easy at noticing ghosts in the machine Mm. Oh, I hear that. Yeah. Like it picks up on the fact like, ah, oh, this doesn't match the pattern of what reality has been before. Therefore, I'm not going to believe this is real the way that someone who's hallucinating would believe that thing is real. And, and because we're using all five of our senses, right? Like they're not all as sharp as somebody that like doesn't have one. The others are actually sharper. Like, like, not like a patting someone on the head. Like literally, they their brains are more sophisticated at processing because they have to oh lean on. Oh my gosh! Them. Yes, what I'm thinking about is I'm I'm gonna put it in the show notes. I think it's a radio lab where, um, this man who I believe became visually impaired across his lifetime, like at one point had was you know had sight and then um like continued to become more and more impaired until he could not see anymore. Like talked like talked about using um like clicks, like some people use like echolocation echolocation. Mm -hmm. and then taught other people how to like echolocate and can like ride bicycles and stuff and like just do whatever because. And they're doing these clicking. And they, it's like they're picking up on the, like they can get a map of the, of the space in the room and like the material, they could identify what a material is and stuff. 
And so I guess, and this is where I'm, I'm going with it though. Like, so if we think about that use dependent model of the brain, like whatever the brain does, it gets better at like, um, Daniel Siegel, Dr. Siegel, like ugh, nerd crush, but like the neurons that fire together, wire together. That's mm -hmm. like, that's kind of what we're talking about neuroplasticity. So in the context of ADHD, I think what we end up seeing is we get really clear views of people's incredible skills. Like, wait, like, well, help me understand when you say we, like, so someone, I'm, that's, I think where I'm getting confused. So as someone with ADHD, like, I guess, what are you saying our skills are? Or like, what are you, are you saying that we're super powered in this we way? We have superpowers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We have superpowers. So, and what are you saying our superpowers are? So I'm going to say it in a weird D&D &D way. So every single Dungeons and Dragons like person out there is going to get it. And then like, I'll explain it in a moment, but it's called mid-maxing. It's intentionally like making some stat categories very low and making other ones super high. Like I don't care about intelligence or charisma or like wisdom, but like my dexterity and my strength are going to be super high. My constitution are going to be super high. Like it is this place around like, you know, but essentially we're really good at what we practice. And so in the context of like people with ADHD, like I'm willing to assume that if like we went back and looked at like what teachers wrote in my, in my like school book. It was like, David is very interested in talking with people. David really likes to like make other people feel better and is always distracted by like, you know, going out and trying to help people or whatever. Like, I'm not even kidding. I'm sure that was part of it. Mm -hmm. Also highly distracted, food motivated, you know, doesn't do homework, you know, lots of <laughs> other stuff. But like when we can filter through that to, in a society, we typically get caught up on like, oh, how do we get that little David to do more homework? We don't get caught up on like, oh, that little David's really good at social emotional connections with people. Mm. How do we get that better? Mm. Oh, you know, little Susan is insanely good at video game play and programming. How do I get more into computer stuff with them? Not how do I get them off of computers and into like hanging out with people, right? Mm. Like we 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 mm. look. I think we see lots of strengths, and it's like, oh, what that your strength is just sitting in a car driving fast. It's like, are you kidding me? That could be a strength. Like that could be a lot of different things. And it's like, I think when we look at when what we need to be careful of, we being ADHD people and we being people in the world, right? We have to be very careful to not see the negative first. Mm. Oh, I we hear that. We need to see the yeah. strength first because I like, I look back at my friends and I, I can clearly see, like if you just take a minute, listener, Isabel, everyone, like, Take a minute and think about the people you knew growing up and what they were really interested in, what they were really good at, what you were really good at. Mm. What were the things you wanted to do if you could just be left alone? Mm. And like, mm -hmm. how do those things line up with the strengths in your life now? Like, <laughs> the, like I'll, I'll stop here. But like, I, one thing I've heard a lot is like, I used to have that ADHD and then I grew out of it. It's like, no, you got old enough to choose the adventures yourself and you're fine. It's, it's like a different, you know, like, it's, it's like, I think that, you know, there are parts of people with ADHD. I think we are, we have peaks and, and valleys, you mm -hmm. know, <laughs> but I think like, instead of trying to fill the valleys up, we got to like explore those peaks more. Oh, I so hear that. Okay. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. If you ever have that thought where you think, Hey, I'm nothing. Stop. Remember you're something, something shiny. That's right. Just as you are. 
If you like what you heard and you want to hear more free episodes of this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review anywhere you listen to podcasts. We're on Instagram as Something Shiny Podcast. And if you're looking for more information, useful links, definitions, visuals, everything we can think of and more is on our website at somethingshinypodcast.com. And it's all free. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you in two weeks.